www.staggeringstories.net, podcast series one, number 26, Dr. Horrible's Hoovian Prom. It's time to quail from Staggering Stories podcast number 26. 26. That's well. a very high number. Mm. I can't count that high with my fingers and toes. You haven't got enough. Well, you have got enough <laughs> fingers and toes, I suppose, due to the yeah. birth defect. Yeah. They're webbed. Oh. Ooh. Anyway, I'm Crumbly. I'm real Keith. I'm fake Keith. I'm Adam. But did anyone notice... What? We got our crumbly back. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have yep. composed a song. Oh, really? Just Sweet. for this occasion. Yeah, she has. <clears throat> <clears throat> we'll just get the words. Just a minute. <clears throat> In the key of C. C. Lower C. C. Thank you. It goes thus. We've got our crumbly back. 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 All together now. We've got our crumbly back. 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 El Presidente did not join in. No. We will sit here and repeat it until he joins in. <laughs> oh, that's a gun. Okay. Okay. Right. Welcome back, Crumbly. Thank you very much. Yes. Where have you been? Where have I been? Well, Where hasn't the... he been? Mm. Out. Sorry. There's the door. I've been pig spotting down in Bath. Pig what? what? Pig spotting. Spotting okay. pigs. Okay. Spotting with a pen pigs. or spotting with your eyes? Or... With my eyes and a camera. Did you spot any? Oh, yes, lots. There's a hundred of them. Can I ask mm. the question? Why? Because mm. they're there. <laughs> but pigs? Mm-hmm. Yes, pigs. He's shown me his pigs. Mm, yes. That's That's a, really is that a not, metaphor? Not, <laughs> unfortunately not. No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've lost. <laughs> well, if you want enlightenment and further education, go to no. the following website, www.kingbladdardspigs. <laughs> Sorry. B-L-A-D-U-D-S pigs.org and you'll be enlightened. Oh, you Bet. know I'm going to go and check that out tonight <laughs> after we finish mm-hmm. this. You get. <laughs> so did um, did fake mm. Crumbly accompany you? Yes, she did. Did she enjoy it? Oh, yes, she did. I mean, no, very restful holiday. Um, we also went to the Bath Thermite Spa as well. Right, anyway, news. Thank you. <laughs> The That's news the end died. of the BBC programmes tonight. <laughs> what news do we have, El Presidente? Lots of news. Lots of news. Mm, yes. Hamlet. Oh, boom. boom. Not, not so are we boom. carrying on the pig theme boom. here? <laughs> Hamlet. Hamlet. Uh, Sorry, uh, get me coat. Apologise to the world. Sorry, world. Thank you. The RSC, Royal Shakespeare Company, okay. has asked for fans of Star Trek and Doctor Who... Not to molest their uh, stars at the stage doors. <laughs> What's the point of going? <laughs> what is the nature of this molestation? It, would this be the um, thrusting of uh-huh. Doctor Who and Star Trek merchandise underneath the noses of David Tennant and Patrick Stewart? It would be. Ah. It's appearing in Hamlet, starting, I think, tonight, isn't it, actually? Um, well, tonight is Critics' Night. Apparently, it's not sort of thrusting items; it's thrusting bags of yes. items. Yeah, they allow you to take RSC items to be signed, programs, fair enough, CDs. I don't know what they do, but not Doctor or Star Trek. I, I can understand that really, because mm. I imagine mm. it could get bloody ridiculous, and you'll end up with five people having fifty items signed rather mm. than fifty people having their program yeah. Yeah. signed. Yeah, yeah. Remember the convention days and sort of the people oh, in the queue and the whole going st- back. stacks of stuff. Mm, I think I, I took my entire Target novelization collection once. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably the um the root of my back problems. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I don't just limit it to one. Yeah, I why think that's the best the idea. One that is, thing, yeah. full stop. Yeah, mm, yeah. Oh, that that would be fair enough. But yeah. I mean, it'll be quick. I mean, it'll be good for the actors and the uh, autograph hunters alike. Yeah. Well, I can understand that to a certain extent. Usual cinema goers any stuff they're going to get signed is stuff they bought in the theatre. Yeah. You know, so... And that's they're, what they're right, aiming for. You've got, to, you've got to buy our programme. That's it, yeah, that's it. To make money. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, you know, they've got to keep funding them somehow. Quite frankly, if they've been lucky enough to get tickets, <laughs> then 
they can put up with a few, yes. you know. Speaking of which, September, is it? The tickets go September. on sale for yeah. Hamlet in London. In London. Mm. Tenants Hamlet in London. I'm not sure if Stuart is on the cast list as well. I, presume, but yeah. I take it we'd all like to be on the list of sad fans who do actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For tickets. Yes. Yep. 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 Excellent. Me miss, please miss me. You're miss. not coming, not after the fiasco at a Midsummer Night's Dream. What was that? You're not meant to shout, he's behind you. Any other news? Have some news on Star Trek Ooh. online. Boldly going where no bold person Do we has actually... boldly gone before. Boldly. I'm going to kick him. Sorry. Do we actually have massive multiplayer online role-playing game coming up? Mm, that's it, exactly. Is it going to be any good? Don't know. <laughs> Who's it's, making it? It's had a tortured history, the Star Trek online game. It was originally handled by a different company. It went under. And now the people who made City of Heroes, City of Villains, have taken up the franchise and are doing it afresh. They're not Sony-fied, are they? No. They're not. Oh, they that's, that's a good thing. I, Play NC. Play were, NC. That's were the this, publishers. And they, they bought out City of Villains, City of Heroes. So cryptic... Cryptic people behind studios. it, Cryptic yeah. studios, aren't involved in those two anymore. They've got yeah, another they Champions on. Online, which is another superhero game coming Ooh. out. And we're all beginning to think that maybe all they could do is superhero <laughs> games. Yeah. Now they've bought Star Trek. It has potential mm. from the sound of that. Maybe. Has pot- on, on past form. Are they going to be doing um, what everyone else has done, like a, a free 30-day trial? I expect so. Don't know. Yeah. It won't be out this year. Maybe not next year. We haven't mm. had a date. Well, that's not fair. Because yeah. <laughs> by then I'll be over 40 and I said I wasn't going to do anything remotely stupid after the age of 40 I'm sure we can make I meant to talk to you about this <laughs> you'll still be married to me no and someone commented that was remarkably stupid please refer to my previous statement about doing things stupid <laughs> <laughs> yes you can see why I'd want to stay married to him <laughs> yeah. well, as long as I can be Captain Hammer of the USS Bad Horse when <laughs> <laughs> it comes to that yeah that's something oh, uh, just to tag on to the end yeah. of this piece of information I have picked up that um, they are bringing out a DC Universe yes. MMO which yes. is a superhero one yep. apparently more based around console fighting action rather than the standard MMOR quest yes. seeking so I'm not okay. too sure how they're going to do this and how they're going to figure it out uh, you get your missions from various superheroes like Superman Wonder Woman Batman you can't hmm. be them you're, no, you're no, your no, own no. character but you can that would be a problem. If um, it's Christian Bale's Batman, you're not going to understand a bloody word he's <laughs> <I'll> saying. <laughs> so it sounds all right. As far as I can see, the only fly in the ointment is mm-hmm. it's being done by Sony. Warning sounds. It's being published. Mm-hmm. Published Sony, by... Mm-hmm. Pub- yeah. Cre- I think it is being created by them too. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure how much Sony will have dealings with it, but apparently in the past of my own experience and other people's experience in this little group, things have come a cropper with Sony in the past. Yep, they um yeah. they subscribe to the axiom, if it ain't broke, meddle with it till it's broke. I think they have learned their lesson, I presume we're talking Star Wars Galaxies here. And particularly. EverQuest. Mm. Yeah, uh, from, from what I understand it, they, they learnt the lesson at Star Wars Galaxy and repeated it with Ethercrest. I don't know, we'll see. I remain sceptic, but as you said, we'll see. At one time, there was meant to be a Marvel universe as well, yeah. which Cryptic, we just spoke about, were creating. But that fell apart and that is the game that's basically becoming champions. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, what other news is there? Babylon 5. Ooh. Isn't that dead and buried? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You'll turn any other news. <laughs> In what way is that dead and buried? JMS recently uh, announced on his uh, mm-hmm. normal uh, Usenet group that there will be no more Babylon 5 Lost Tales. Mm. Not because it didn't sell, not because it didn't make money. Can't be bothered. But because he doesn't want to do anything that small again. Basically, oh. he's saying that although he doesn't regret doing Lost Tales and Legend of Rangers before that, he didn't feel they came out very well. The budgets are too small. Mm. The whole thing has mm. felt too small for Babylon 5. So he doesn't want to do another small project like a direct-to-DVD or for a cable network sort of TV special. Does this mean he's got something large up his sleeve? No. No, he's saying all he would consider doing now is a feature film. But Which he doesn't, doesn't think that's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, he doesn't mind. He's happy with B5 as it was. It's complete. He's happy with it. It doesn't detract from it from doing anything lesser. Mm. Well, to my mind, sorry, but that mm. was the whole point of Babylon 5. It had a beginning, middle and end. It's like do, yes. trying to do the second film of Highlander. It yes. doesn't work. It feels cobbled on. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, 
I think the case is with Babylon 5, I mean, he's drawn a line in the sand and he said, right, that's it. I mean, I don't want to do any more just in case it starts to uh, detract from it. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. So no more Lost Tales. He's open to a film, but that's unlikely, frankly. It's a shame, but I understand and agree with the the reaction. You can kind of see where he's coming from. You don't want to dilute it further. Yeah, Yeah, but there again, I mean, if they can bring out another X-Files film, sort of seven or eight years after the uh, first one, I mean... Never Mm -hmm. tanked, doesn't it? Mm. Right, what's happening with Life on Mars, the... American David version. Oh, everything. Complete reshoot, as we know. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about the casting? Uh, we have new casting news on Gene Hunt. Go on. Harvey Keitel. Isn't he dead? Ooh. Will you stop killing people? At least he wasn't oh, in the sorry. 70s, so he's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So that's, that's a bit of a coup because yeah, he's a big name he's a feature mm. film a guy yeah. he's never done a TV series before so whether this is good or bad I don't know how on earth did they get him to sign up for it apparently he's a fan of the original British series good man mm. as, yeah. as yeah. they were recasting they said we want a Harvey Keitel like chap mm. so, <laughs> yeah. so they I know someone like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his name's Harvey Keitel like <laughs> yeah. um, what about Annie I'd heard they decided that Cartwright's not an American enough name and they've changed yes. it yes mm. Norris, apparently. Norris. Which... Chuck Norris. Yeah, I said, oh, I'm God. sorry, I keep thinking of McWhirter. Norris McWhirter. Yeah. <laughs> Annie Norris McWhirter. <laughs> <laughs> What's the record for this week? Yeah, roundhouse kicking, probably. Um, yeah. And who have they got to play her? A woman called Gretchen Mole, who I've never heard of. Never Gretchen Mole? No. Name doesn't strike any no. bells. But basically the entire cast has been replaced apart from Sam Tyler. He's still the original piece of American film yeah. Beefcake they had in the first pilot. Oh, well, so um, any any idea when that's going to... So that'll be a second pilot? Second pilot to filming now. Ooh, so we'll see. Soon, and then. also on top of that, they're saying they're changing the mythology behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a completely different programme. Basically, he will have gone back in time from the modern day into New York rather than mm-hmm. Manchester or whatever. Fair enough. But fair yeah. enough, it's American. Um, <laughs> we'll still be in doubt how he's there, but they're saying the resolution won't be that he's been in the coma. Oh. It was going to be something different. And there's going to be like nine options he's weighing up when he's in this situation. Yeah. I'd heard he'd got a, like a blackboard and he writes mm. down a list of possible things that could be happening to him, yeah. which is fair enough. I suppose we should wait and see what the outcome is before we sit here going poo I mean, We'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Past history for um, American remakes of British um, TV yeah. series has been rather checkered. So. Yeah. Certainly until Harvey Keitel was announced, I was thinking mm-hmm. it wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. they've got him, I don't know if that bolsters its I think it will. He's, he's a big name and yeah. he'll attract, well, he'll certainly attract sponsorship, etc., yeah. etc. Et so there'll be the money there to mm. have a good go at it. And certainly with the original series, they seem to be doing retro tinkering in Ashes to ashes yes Gene Hunt character may not possibly be a hallucination yeah. it might be something more indeed mm. we'll see if you watch Life from Mars USA don't know the ending <laughs> <laughs> ok any other news the other news is Freeman Adjuman is out of Torchwood mm. I heard that was mm. a bit of a cock up on the BBC's part yes. am I right don't know I know she's taken another job with ITV doing the UK version of Law and Order oh that'd be good mm. hopefully but yes rumour has it that uh, she was approached informally for Torchwood but is never actually put down sign- yeah. Up. Oh. Yeah. Didn't so, actually sign on the dotted line. She's mm. a dropping actress, and if yeah. somebody's given a confirmed and presumably a, a meteor part too, then she's given Torchwood, which is only five episodes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. John Brown to overshadow everything. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, Law and Order is anything as big here as it was in America, mm. then well, it depends. Is it being made over here to be shown in America first, and then no? You know, I believe it's, just... it's uh, ITV right. for here. Mm. It's us doing what they're doing to Life on Mars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less, but yeah. much better. ITV. There again, it's ITV. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the other bit news I've got is about Dollhouse, which oh. is having a reshoot as well for its pilot. What's Dollhouse? This is Josh Whedon's new thing. The new Josh. Oh. Which involves Elijah Dushku. That's that right? <laughs> Bless you. As, uh, thank you. As some kind of secret agent. Hasn't she done that already? You're probably thinking alias. What's True Calling? True Calling is... Uh, it doesn't matter. Groundhog, doesn't matter. Day, <laughs> Groundhog Day type thing. Okay. Where she yeah. relives the day to try to save someone. The, the, diff- the spin on this one is she's secret agent, but she doesn't know she's secret agent. That's a very every, secret agent. Every episode, her mind is effectively wiped. A new personality put into her. Oh. And she goes and does a job. And then is wiped again at the end. So every week she does something different. So she should effectively be be a different character every week. It depends how Mm. good an actress she is. The thing is that it's leaking through. She's starting to remember. Ah. Ah. It's coming through. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, A small point of Mm. extra piece of news. Mm. I've noticed there is already a Save Dollhouse campaign on (laughs) the net to make sure that Fox don't cancel it. This is Fox. Yes. Joss Whedon has gone back to Fox after they cancelled Firefly. Mm, 
a bad move. It's a new group of executives in charge at Fox now. He's a little happier. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's like mm. pointing out the first uh, Futurama cartoon. Yes. Yeah. The dots mm. at yes. Fox. Yeah. The, the Box yeah. Corporation. That's it, mm. yeah. Apparently he's not too unhappy about the reshooting. I think the original pilot is going to become the second episode. Yeah. They're still going to be showing it and it's going to be shown in order. Yes. Unlike they did with Firefly. Firefly they just yes. bunged it out any old how. We'll see. Any other news? I have one last final bit. This mm-hmm. is more directed to Adam, our chief scientist, mm-hmm. who actually has a Wii. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Every day. The, uh, <laughs> it's nice to know you're regular. Wii Fit apparently has sent insurance claims up by a couple of million. Really? Yeah, because it's, oh it's, it's, it's the flat ball yeah. which you mm. bend and throw and kick. Mm, and yep. Because people situate it in the front room, they have kicked off ornaments, kicked, <laughs> adult, kicked pets across the room, smashed TVs using the Wii Fit. Okay. <laughs> so most people who buy Wii's are idiots then. Yeah, yeah they don't sort of appreciate Leave enough the space. Of space it is needed. To mm. practice oh, on these. Well, I haven't broken thing yet. Well, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> One last piece of news, oh, yeah. very much directed at El Presidente. All oh, right. As of October the sixth, right. the Whisper Bar is back. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, for good. For goods, after a very successful campaign um, yeah, last Facebook year. Facebook and uh, other, other, yeah. other networking yeah. sites. Apparently yeah. they sold so many Whisper Bars in that six-week period where they bought them back yeah. that it's financially viable for them to come back. Mm, yeah, back They're 45p. Good. As a, well, they were 16p in yeah, 1980. Yeah. <laughs> back, in that, back in that sacred decade. Oh, yes. Inflation. But the Whisper Bar... Is back. is back. Oh, I'm sure that'd gone for good. It hadn't returned. <laughs> you should see the smile on his little <laughs> face. Know, yes. It's so sweet. We trumped the round Portsmouth to try to buy a oh, box of whisper yes. We found yeah. a Cadbury shop. It yeah. sold nothing but Cadburys, and even they had no whispers. No. Oh, he was irked. Mm. Well, so were a couple of the rappers, empty rappers. That's <laughs> very sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Emails. Email. Emails. Ooh. No, we haven't got an email. Emails. Oh, oh do you know bad. why that is? Why? It's because we keep forgetting to tell people the email address. It could be. Yes. How bad? Tell a lie, though. I did actually get one email. Oh, yes. But I don't want the Viagra. And if I had a penis, it would be perfectly long enough. Thank you. Can you send it my way? So the email address is show at, at staggeringstories.net. I'm so glad I got that right. <laughs> yeah. I was going I to say noticed, comma. You notice I didn't know, so I, I didn't say anything. I hear we've had correspondence from uh, Lug Radio. Yes, yes, we've have had we? some nice feedback on the blog from mm-hmm. various people. Uh, Tin Dog Ack from uh, Lug Radio, which is, as we know, sadly finished. Yep. Boo. He was kind enough to say thank you for mentioning the farewell. That's very nice of him. Very nice, very nice. To, to listen to mm. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank and you. nice of Tin Dog to drop by. Yep. Yep. Excellent mm. yep. uh, podcast the other night. A little bit of WD40. On uh, Tin Hyphen Dog at tin-dog.co.uk I have a very bad memory more than three mm, syllables and I'm gone it will be in 10 minutes but, uh, it will. well worth a look he's uh, currently looking at Trial of a Time Lord oh he's, he's coming out in poor yes, poor yeah. lad lots of alcohol needed there I think, yeah. I think yes. so. <laughs> well I think that leads us to Fight Club did I do too many Fight Club fans, tonight's a rousing bout. Rousing? Is- a rousing? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait until you see the contestants. In the red corner, we have Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. And in the blue corner, we have Adric. Hello. Adric? Adric. Okay. The reasoning being, yeah. they're both annoying tits. <laughs> Is that acceptable? Yeah, it's certainly true. So, yeah. Well, okay. We can always yeah, edit yeah. it out and put something else in. <laughs> Lift music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, as they're, you know, losers. <laughs> Enough with the lift music. You can go first. Right, round seconds oh, out. Okay. Uh, okay. Round 28. Ding, ding. ding. Knowing Adric's 
pre-tradition towards food and to eating himself into a stupor, <laughs> Luke, using the force, whiffs a chicken leg past his nose, causing him to Adric oh. to follow it and slam into a wall. Oh, Ooh. that's harsh. Mm. Okay, well, if you're going to play that badly straight away... Adric introduces Luke to a girl, Ooh. but she's not his sister. Oh. So he doesn't know what to do and gets confused and has to go for a lie down, thus disqualifying himself from that round. He goes to his bunk, does he? He does. <laughs> well, again, back to the food. Oh, no, oh, no. Hit Adric where it counts, in his stomach under that rubber pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to barbecue his aunt and uncle out. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. Poor old Aunt Baru. An uncle. Blowing. Mm, over a smouldering uh, moisture farm. Yes. <laughs> Come right. on then, let's Okay, then. right. Adric, in a fit of pique, rips off his blue star award for higher mathematics and throws it ninja style at Luke and embeds in his forehead. <laughs> Viciousness. Works every time. He used to have his scars in his face. Yeah, I mean, it's a couple of minutes in the back to tank and that'll sort that out. Knowing that Adric often is a whiny, small, pathetic <laughs> little... Sorry. Oh, excuse me. Ring, ring. Hello, Pop. Knowing, knowing that Adric is, is, is whiny, Luke attempts to outwine him about taking power converters from Tossai Station. The combined whininess threatens mm. the fabric of reality. Oh, dear. Ooh, mm. that's a bit much. It's not the best you've got. Adric tears his badge for mathematical excellence out of Luke's forehead. <laughs> scrapes off the gold <laughs> and offers it, being not a man of action, but a man of mental faculties, offers it as a bribe, mm. knowing that Luke's a bit short of cash because no one's buying his land speeder since the Mark VI came out. Oh. <laughs> I think Luke's dad's bigger than your dad. I think they're calling daddy to beat up your daddy. Oh, come on. Mm. All right, then, if you... If <laughs> come on, top him. All right, sir. Well, in that case, Adric has to tell Luke just exactly how long it took. Yeah, it's all taken into account all the different camera shots of his pain expression, the earth looming up and the Cyberman trying to break out. <laughs> How long it took for the spaceship to actually crash in Earth shock? I'm getting a pained expression myself. Mm. <laughs> we would like to throw in a backup to that one as well, which will win us the game. Yeah, go on. Adric's Adric, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> we think that wins. I think I have a repost. Go on. Uh, a la uh, Empire Strikes Back. The swamp singer Luke lands an X-wing on Adric, mm. killing him stone dead. Yeah. Damn. Ah, but, Damn. but I think this is the coup de grace. We have a secret weapon. <laughs> we have John Nathan Turner at our back. Mm, literally. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's not something I'd like. Yeah, yeah, we won. Yeah. Damn. After that, Damn. that was too far. You stepped over the line and gave them victory. You still losers. Adric on the casting couch. Oh, <laughs> okay. Right, just right. bite the pillow. You made me cringe. <laughs> so that's it. End of the fight club. We won. No. We won. We won. We won. You can't do that, so we won. I can, I just choose not to. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Horrible. That's new. We like Doctor Horrible. We like it a lot. It's very silly. Oh, it, it was is. hilarious. It really was. <laughs> we showed it to Crumbly this evening and he's still moist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very moist. Can I make anything soggy? <laughs> so what is it? Well, it's a blog, basically. A musical blog. A yeah. visual blog. Wound up and ready Please to play. play. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Basically, the attempts of Billy Acker, Doctor Horrible, his attempts to get into Bad Horse's Evil, evil League of evil. evil. Which aren't really good guys no. at all. No, 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 no. Bit of a clue. So it's Joss Whedon's latest web attempt. It uh, is. Uh, that's doing it a disservice. I think it it's is. Joss Whedon's latest gem. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's all conceived back on the picket lines of the uh, writer's strike. I oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. 
see something good did come out of it, apart from the knackered end of bones. <laughs> and which heroes. Was still not mm. forgiven them for. She's rather upset the way that finished. Yes. Oh, really? Ah, mm. yeah. yes. Uh, yes. A lot of problems at that room. Yeah. Oh, yes. So we've got Neil Patrick Harris, is it? Yes. Doogie Howser. Hey. And from How I Met Your Mother. That is mm. the ah, latest. Thing. Yeah. He plays Dr. Horrible. Yes. Brilliant mm. comic timing on so, his part. A.K.A. Billy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's the story of his rise to power, basically. Mm-hmm. Scramble to power. Yes. <laughs> He's yes. sing to power. From a nobody to trying to get to the head of the table at the Evil League of Evil. Yeah. <laughs> what did we think of actually Neil Patrick House's acting and, oh. and singing? Excellent. Very good. He's got um, an ability to just look at the camera that reduces you to tears mm, of laughter. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just the way he just takes a breath as if he's about to talk or the way he just moves one eyebrow or blinks. Oh, visual ticks. Yeah. yeah. It, it, for me, it was the facial pics, especially when, in the end of the laundry mat, when uh, Captain Hammer, who we hopefully will come back to, <laughs> tells him what he's going to do, and he just stands there and looks at the camera, and the eye twitches, and then the smile suddenly spins yeah. over the face. And then we've got Captain Hammer, of course, who's oh, yeah. played by mm. uh, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion. Mm. who was... Um, Malcolm Reynolds. Malcolm Serenity. Serenity, Serenity, yes. Team Firefly. And he's so over-the-top oh, macho, he's, it's well, cheesy, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievably Cheese. Really yeah. egocentric. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Looking at the camera every chance he gets. Mm. Every just song's the, about him. The toothpaste yeah. smile. Oh, oh yeah. 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 All it missed was a ding. ding. Yeah. <laughs> He's meant to be a hero, in theory. Yeah. Meant to be. He's well, the yeah. hero of the piece, per yeah. se. Whereas Dr. Horrible, of course, is the villain. He's the villain. Yeah. Hence the clever name. Yeah, but I he's mean, so... Dr. Horrible is something of an anti, anti-hero. Yeah, it's mostly done from Dr. Horrible's point of view. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It is his blog. It is. But he's the most unevil, evil person imaginable. <laughs> he's so incompetent. I wouldn't and say incompetent. I mean. wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the, was it, the LAPD and Captain Hammer view his blog regularly, oh, right, yes. so he tells them what he's going to do and then and, uh, complains Hammer that someone throws a threw, car at his head. Car, yeah. <laughs> no. well, it's not overly incompetent. He just doesn't think of certain aspects. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in ordinary life, he's one of those people who gets, you know, occasionally gets um, prodded with a stick by fate to see what the reaction would be mm. yeah so you got those two who they fight each other arch nemesis of each other mm-hmm. yep and then to complete the triangle we have penny yes the love interest very well, sweet of, very yeah. nerdy the light yes. of mm. billy dr horrible's life mm. yeah although she doesn't know it she doesn't no. know he can't talk to her well he's he's so shy he can't speak to her when she yeah. turns up in the long he can he talks like any other man well not at boy. first <laughs> he goes this is my tongue men are pathetic <laughs> she's played by Felicia Day she has a very good singing voice mm, yes. yeah they all do in fact I yeah I was yeah. surprised yeah. particularly Nathan Fillion I yeah. would have thought he could sing but does a pretty good job <laughs> in uh, a totally macho way yeah <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is excellent but yes. he, apparently he's a Broadway musical oh I didn't oh, know, know that, that. I yeah. did not know that yeah. so it's no surprise he's very good I did notice the um, the songs he was given were a lot more complicated than Nathan Fillion's mm. yes which were pretty well, much built it out and <laughs> Again, pose yeah. for the camera jobs. Again, it's at the realisation of who we can kill. It's the speed of those words. Yeah, mm. seeing that, that, that first yeah. verse, mm. so yeah. the, the song "You're Gonna Die." It's the first verse of that is. Yeah. But now, Doctor Who has finished yes. for a while, so we no longer have our fill of Bad Wolf. But we don't need Bad Wolf, do we? We oh. have. We have Bad, bad Horse. Oh, third yeah. That's it. Yep. And you have his to be evil death, Winnie. Oh, terrifying. And you have to do death what terror. he tells you, or he'll or make, make you his, his mare. That's <laughs> what <laughs> there's. You only see him briefly, but there's a whole plethora of cast of characters there. Bad horse, dead Bowie, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moist, moist, yes. moist. His Doctor son, Horrible son, sidekick, yes. who I believe is from Big Bang Theory. Yes, he, he is. is. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. We also have the fake Thomas Jefferson. Yes. A much as we made of him, I don't know why. <laughs> and all, and also the pink pummeler. Yeah, pink pummeler. Yeah, <laughs> you saw him briefly in the bedroom with all the cuddly toys yeah, around him. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Purple pimp. Purple pimp. <laughs> yeah. But what I like on reading uh, Josh Whedon's blog is the uh, the costume designer came to him with complete full <laughs> mm. costume Sean designs Frigic. for a human bad horse. Mm. Oh, yes. Before anybody knew what bad horse was. Yes. Maybe we shouldn't spoil it, but let's no. do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> bad horse is a horse. Yes. He, he is, <laughs> yes. And uh, also, 
also, I'd like to point out, due to Joss Whedon's writing, it's the dialogue as well. It's mm. the, the one-liners. Mm. Yes, we have well, we have some um, choice snippets of uh, dialogue here. It's a good day to be homeless. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> or Doctor Horrible, I got a letter from Bad Horse. That's so hardcore. Bad Horse is a legend. He rules the evil League of Evil with an iron hoof. <laughs> so when he's told uh, that Captain Hammer is coming to the laundromat, oh look at my wrist. Is that the time? Yeah. 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 Doctor Horrible, I want to do great things, you know. I want to be an achiever like Bad Horse. The Penny. thoroughbred of sin? <laughs> I'm in Gandhi. <laughs> no, it, it's, we, we are not doing the lines justice here. Really not. It's, it's, really no. not but the, the, yeah, but, it's witty, the script's witty and it sparkles. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. Yes, and it gives you, well, it gives you a, a glimpse into uh, Joss Whedon's often convoluted mind, especially where mm. this is concerned. Oh, yeah. It isn't just him behind it, of course. It's uh, also two of his brothers yes. and mm. his brother's fiance. It's, I, I notice more Whedons in yeah. the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Jed one, Whedon. One yeah. of the bad horse singers is, yeah, Jed Whedon. Yeah, you see lots of the Whedons in the cast. Oh, and he's, yeah. also, he's also dead Bowie as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm disturbed by that. Looks a bit like David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. From the cover of Aladdin, Aladdin saying. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Behind all this, as we know, is all done during the strike. Yeah. And the idea was they do it before the strike was over. Right. So they got together and I believe originally it was just going to be a little thing they do themselves. They act it, the Whedons would act it themselves to a webcam. Yeah. Now be a tiny little thing, just the writing. And then just Sweden had the idea of how about we get Neil Patrick Harris to play Doctor Arnold, <laughs> and from there it just ballooned. Yeah, uh, well, that, that's the thing. I can see the uh, Nathan Fillion connection and Felicia Day because yeah. Whedon's worked them before. I can't see how he got. Pat Neil Patrick Harris into the mix. Not that I'm complaining. I'm not no, complaining. He's oh, no. a beautiful Doctor Horrible, but they hadn't worked before. They'd always wanted to work together, right. but it never actually come off. In fact, Neil Patrick Harris was um, was auditioning for the part of Simon Tam. Oh, hmm. Firefly. Obviously, he didn't get it. In the yeah. End. yeah. But uh, they know each other quite a lot, and you know, they have the same circle of friends. I mean, yeah. Alison Hannigan works with yes. Neil Patrick Harris yeah, on, on uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Felicia Day obviously worked on uh, Buffy. Buffy. Buffy, and uh, she was party inspirationist as well. They met on the picket line, yeah. and Felicia has got this web thing called the Guild, which is about a group of people who have played World of Warcraft. Oh, right. Web, webisode thing. It's very good. <laughs> and uh, she said to Joss, hey, have you seen my, my web uh, thing? Joss said, yeah, I've seen it. It's great. I want to mm. do something similar. Mm. <laughs> and that's how mm. she got involved. No, I, I, so I do know they've on one of the sites that had a whole load of photographs from the picket line of the uh, mm. Strike. And at one point in time, you had the whole cast of Firefly, the whole cast of Buffy, and the whole cast of Angel all there in one shot. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Could technically be... this be classed as breaking a picket? Because, um... you know, you're on strike. You're really not meant to be working. <laughs> I think you've brought this point up before. Yes, I have. Well, I, I feel mean... very strongly about well, I, the breaking as, of picket lines. As, as I said before, it's not it's working not... for someone. It was working for his own own enjoyment yes but when you're self-employed that's your boss <laughs> no the, the point is they were fighting against the studio system yeah and yeah. this is a direct result of that it produces something outside of the studio Studios. system I mean yeah. it's, it's a webcast it's, no, not, it's not a TV yeah, series no studio has paid mm. for this yeah. in fact Joss mm. Whedon's paid this out of his own pocket well, he's got pretty deep pockets mm, these yeah. days he, must have. Yeah. he said it's all he's saying he's not giving you a firm figure it's, it's in the low six figure mm. bloody hell really it's right. at least $100,000 you see mm. the cast list you know well, yeah, yeah. 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 Production this at the end. Most of those people worked for nothing. Yeah. But he still um, had to buy props. He had to uh, hire the back lot at uh, Universal. Yeah. I mean, the production values on on it for something that is supposedly amateur mm. are excruciatingly high. It's very yeah. slick. It looks... And I have to ask, some of the streets things, was just that just behind the bronze? Because I'm sure I can. They remember. do look familiar, don't yeah, they? <laughs> Recognise them from Buffy. I'm sure I do. Probably it <laughs> yeah. is on the Universal backlog. Yeah, ah, exactly. no wonder. Yeah. Exactly. And I'd like to say one last thing: a small kodos to the symbol of mutant enemy, the mutant on mutant mm. enemy, right? Arg, Yerg. I've missed him. I have missed him. I mean, I can I can easily see it's becoming well a cult. Yeah, it, it took the internet by storm. Mm. We, yeah. it, it crashed. The, the website crashed immediately. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know when it went up that you could, I couldn't get on until about 11.30 at night and it yeah. went on went up about, about 9 o'clock in the mm. morning there was Christ. no advertising you just word yeah. of mouth they had yeah. 200,000 hits an hour it's amazing 
free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, they're going to be making either a third act or another full story. I don't know. Hope- uh, yeah, he did confirm at Comic Con there will be more. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what form. Hopefully, hopefully a full story. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping for a full. Yeah, story. because I mean, I well, just by its very nature, I mean, it's, it's quirkiness for want of a better yeah. term. People are going to see more of it. Personally, I think I've watched it about four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> more but, probably, yeah. 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 Isn't there meant to be some sort of competition on the go to try and get mm. homemade applications to the University of Evil? <laughs> evil League of Evil. Sorry, the Led Evil League of Evil. The thoroughbred of sin. sin. He wants doing... to make you his mayor. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing an awful lot for the, uh, for the DVD of this. Uh, extras include two commentaries, one of which is sung. Lots of behind-the-scenes stuff, which was filmed mm-hmm. at the time, of course. And and they're accepting submissions for the Evil League of Evil. <laughs> so you pitch yourself yeah. uh, a two or three minute video of yourself pitching <laughs> to become part of Evil League of Evil. The ten best ones will be on DVD. Well, I think El Presidente needs oh, to put yeah. in his pitch. <laughs> Indubitably. Yeah. yeah, so well, we've got a webcam. We just need a suitable uh, uniform for her. Yeah, costume. Yes, you're going to have to actually put some clothes on for the camera. It's too hot. It's, it's, not, it's not like this podcast. You can't just sit there naked. Thank <laughs> God he's got a clipboard. Mm. He's got a what? A clip. A clip. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Anything else anyone wants to say about that? Mm, well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it's absolutely hilarious. Any favourite songs? Oh, God. <laughs> the Bad Horse ones, bad really. Horse. <laughs> yeah, with, his, yeah, with Bad Horse Chorus, yes. The, yeah. uh, the Laundromat song. Oh, yes, definitely when, the when Laundromat. About the, yeah, the first song. Yeah, Freeze Ray, the first one. Free, mm-hmm. Freeze Ray, yeah. And I think You're Going to Die. Yeah, that's my, one of my favourite <laughs> yeah, songs, too. Yeah. yeah but the, the scene that made me laugh. That's it, brand new day. Sorry. The scene that made me laugh out loud was Ooh, where... Um, spoiler music? No. Okay. <laughs> well, no, well, it's been years since we've had spoiler music. I, I personally haven't had spoiler music. Oh, all right, music. then. Just, I don't want to just do for it Keith. Now. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> Just for real, Keith. Spoiler music, spoiler music, spoiler music, spoiler music, la 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 la. It's where um, Doctor Horrible is having flashbacks to every time he got beaten up by oh, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the atomic wedgie. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what do we think of this though? Is it the way forward? Is it's new media? It is. It is new media. It's mm. possibly a way forward. It has. I think it should have the studios worried. Well, yeah, the amount of attention it's got. Yeah, it mm. doesn't need studio. I mean, it's something along the line of, of Sanctuary, which I'm not sure how far. Well, that is studio managed, but that hasn't. It is now. Yeah, first series that wasn't, but I, no. that didn't make that much of a splash. Not compared to this. Not compared no. to this one. No. So yeah, maybe they should be worried. The studios. Yeah, Idiot. or maybe they'll see it as um, a way to pick up new talent cheaply. There will be an element of that, but if people like Whedon can circumvent the studios and go direct to the fans, yeah. Yeah. give them what they want undistilled. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, as you say, I mean, well, as the real Keith was saying, I mean, if if the website went into meltdown, I mean, yeah. Upon, upon the actual release of a webcast, webcast yeah. yeah. I mean, I should say it's, it's a very innovative way of you know, sort of putting new material across. Yeah, but not mm. everyone. I mean, Joss Whedon's um, special case, special maybe. case, definitely. Mm. But it also may be a way for new talent to make themselves known because studios, mm. if they've got any sense, will be watching these webcasts, see what uh, new materials out there. Well, that's mm. it, and, and it may ju- be a way to get your foot in the door. Yeah. And they'll jump on the bandwagon. That's kind of yeah. happy already with YouTube, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that that's another thing is is the chronic lack of ideas in Hollywood. They're all, it's always a yes. machine, always churning. I mean, it's another outlet. Yeah. You can quite possibly in a couple of years' time see films, programmes that are based on YouTube casts or, or webcasts. Mm. They, they yeah. won't mind that. Maybe the future of TV isn't TV at all. Maybe exactly. it's all web. Yeah, that's, that's the future. Do not bounce. <laughs> <laughs> do not bounce. Okay, so Dr. Horrible, you have to log on and watch it. Yep. And the address is www.drhorrible.com. Doctor yeah. spelt D-R, by the way. Yes, and it, it can be downloaded from um, iTunes as well. Yep. Yes, not yet in the UK or anywhere apart from USA or Canada, unfortunately. Mm. It's a flight to Canada and download it. Mm. But they are promising it's going to come out iTunes around the world soon enough. Mm. Or wait till Christmas and buy the DVD. And soundtrack. <laughs> oh, the soundtrack, yeah. Soundtrack's Ooh. due out. Def- soundtrack Probably is- within a week or two of this podcast going out. Maybe right. sooner. Okay. Soundtrack is definitely going on the MP3 player. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> It is. I'm sorry. So definitely give that a watch. It's yep. free on Hulu. 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 But links on dothorrible.com. Right. Okay. It's good stuff. I want to do great things, you know? I want to be an achiever. Like Bad Horse. The third bread of sin? I meant Gandhi. <laughs> Thank you.
Huh? <laughs> you weren't here for this, were you? I was pig spotting. You were pig spotting. Why? While he was pig spotting. Your dad was spotting. We were. Oh, God, yeah, weren't we? Just... We went to the Albert Hall for oh. the Doctor Who Proms. Yes. yes. Cue music. First impressions of the Albert Hall? Big. Hot. A little hot. A little hot. Come on. Not so bad for us. Yeah. People in costumes. Are I really thought bad. I was going through the menopause. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you were. <laughs> 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 Let's put moist. Moist. Oh, very, moist. yeah, very yeah. much so. Make things soggy. So who did we have? There was the three of us. There was our youngest construct. Yeah, construct and a number two. couple of other friends from London. Uh-huh. Very, very lucky to get the tickets. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the amount of complaints that were on the various forums. Oh, yeah, people, people couldn't get tickets. It was a case of me nearly getting fired because I wouldn't get off the phone completely hitting redial every three seconds <laughs> trying to get yeah. through. They were going on, I think it was eBay for 250 quid. That's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. They were a tenner a throw. Yeah. Yeah. God, somebody made a nice mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's worth Oh yeah, oh, worth every Probably penny. Worth 250 quid to be honest. Well, yeah, I, I would put it close. Very close. Very, very good. So what music did we have? It was slightly odd that we actually had two conductors. Yes. I know. So we that. had a mixture of Doctor Who and classical. Yeah. Classical bits were conducted by, I think, Stephen Bell, mm-hmm. who is uh, the BBC Philharmonic conductor, yeah. and the Doctor Who bits by Ben Foster, who does the conducting and orchestration for uh, the TV series Doctor right. Who. So, all the Doctor Who bits, yeah, Ben kept... would sneak on, and all the other bits, Stephen would sneak on. Yeah, they kept swapping. You know, See, I didn't did. notice that <laughs> being no, blind no, as a bat. I'm just, just wondering, yeah, no disrespect to Stephen Bell, but you have to wonder is conducting for this piddling little show? beneath him I don't mean any hostility <laughs> towards him but that's the impression you get well let's face it when, you, when you've conducted the London Philharmonic everything's beneath <laughs> you <laughs> true, true. no I think it's familiarity with yeah exactly it could, yeah, I, I'm, it just could be me yeah. feeding stuff into it but yeah but, obviously Ben Foster knows the Doctor oh yeah he, he should know it back. already conducted it and Seam Bell knows classical pieces yeah. conducted yeah. that so, yeah, I, I think I, I'm willing to you know, I've come fine. across a lot of um, for want of another word bitching on a couple of forums about why they had to ruin a person perfectly good evening of afternoon of Doctor Who with other stuff. <laughs> but, oh, what was it? Jupiter, Bringer of Joy, mm-hmm. Fan uh, of the Common Man, man right. Ride of the Valkyries. How you yeah. could not be that, just gobsmacked. other stuff? I mean, exactly. The only, as far as I'm concerned, the only slight fly in the ointment was, what is it, the Tiscany scale, the, the new one? Torino. Sorry, Torino scale. It was a little bit too, I know it meant, was meant to be, because it was meant to be asteroids clash, yeah. crashing into the Earth, but it just struck me as a little bit too chaotic. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. there. Plinky, plinky of the violins and what? what Avant- yeah, avant-garde. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, this is a brand new piece, never performed it, in UK before. Yeah, perhaps it, was it wasn't the right performed. audience for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thematically, it sounds right. It's kind of spacey. Yes, yeah. But I don't think sound-wise, it did quite yeah. fit in. Yeah. No. But you know, as for the rest, mm. whoa. We had um, Freema Adjaman presenting. Well, she, she was the host. Yes. We had men in costumes, which are always good. Oh, God. Mm. Must I, have I, been I, so hot. It was, it, I'll admit, it was warm in there, but you had people wandering around in latex. There's um, Jadoon. Jadoon. Ooze. Yep. Sontarans. Sontarans. Mm-hmm. Cybermen. Cybermen. Mm. And the heat in those. They must have been swimming yeah. in sweat. Mm. Mind you, it's probably pretty hot under studio lights normally. So yeah, but, but, yeah, but even, yeah. Uh, even so, you know, you got uh, my heart went out to them. You've got to feel sorry for them. But <laughs> and it's the first time we've ever been sort of shown to our seat by an ood. Oh, yes. I don't, yes. I don't think that'll ever happen <laughs> again. Yeah. What the hell are and the Asherettes? And <laughs> what I liked, I think it was through all the strange, strange creatures, <laughs> you had an unmasked Santaran on stage walking past going, Santaha, Santaha. Yeah. <laughs> Not just any Santaran as well. That was the second in command. It was yeah. the second in command, yeah. Score. It was the same guy who played him. A very strange vision came to mind. So you being shown to your seats by an ood. I mean, I can just imagine with your seats, sir, madame. He is coming, and you will worship him. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they had the little glowy glow, which mm, one of them it. sort of switched yeah. on and on. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they did, um, before the music actually started, you could see the cameras going up and down, panning around the audience looking for likely targets. 
and there were lots of brilliant shots of children with blow-up Daleks and one fantastic Dalek made of lots of little balloons all put together. <laughs> we took our inflatable toclophane. We oh, did. you got them? Yes. Oh, excellent. Yes, but we didn't get on the camera because no, we're we sad and old. I think we attendees to look at the children. Yes. 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 Yeah. Hence us being sad and old. Oh, you took your inflatable toclophanes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't look at the weirdos. No. <laughs> that, that, that Dalek made of balloons... Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. So right after we exited, yeah. Murray Gold had that. It must have been given to him. He stole it from a child? Yeah. Sold the inflatable Dalek. Brackets, allegedly. Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> sort of run away, chasing after Ben Foster at the end. Of- yeah. yeah. But we had... Um, there was a, a few presenters, weren't there? There was yes. Freem Radjiman, who was the main one, and she did a very, very good job. Yeah. Yeah. We had appearances by Noel Clark, Camille Kajuri, is that Kuduri, how you pronounce yes. it? Oh, I can never pronounce it. <laughs> She's good. She, yeah, they were both yeah. good. But the biggest cheer of the afternoon was for Catherine Tate. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And I must admit, she looked a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. 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 She was slightly nervous when she walked out on the stage and this explosion. Explosion of cheers. <laughs> yeah. it was, she wasn't on for very long no, but no, it's, just one piece. it's just a credit yeah. to how well she did her job last season was there a specially filmed uh, section yeah, there David was yeah. our youngest Jesus. construct was very impressed with that yeah. it was a very pantomimish piece yes. um, a grass has broken into the TARDIS and oh how can you possibly do that uh, I've broken in through this portal. Ooh, what's through this portal? And then David mm-hmm. Tennant's talking to the Albert Hall. You, you had this this massive six foot screen, you so you have huge. David Tennant looking down on the audience, doing <laughs> pantomime shoutbacks. Yeah, and, and of course hit. we did, we yeah, did. Of <laughs> and he, the Doctor, has written a piece of music, so mm-hmm. he grabs his score and throws it through the portal and of course paper flies down from the ceiling onto the orchestra <laughs> who then proceed to play the worst piece of music ever. It sounded like they were tuning up. Yeah, so I think that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. It sounded quite so bad in the Radio 3 version. Uh, <laughs> I think they put something else in. Yeah. But our no, youngest construct was, was very impressed with that. Mm, it was good fun. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately David Tennant couldn't be no. at the performance as he was at the Cardiff one. Yeah. Because of uh, he's doing Hamlet to us. But Apparently, he was listening on Radio 3. Yeah, yeah. he listened to it live. Got a message. Yeah, there was a message, allegedly, allegedly from him yeah. to Freeman. I'd like to know, I mean, it was great to see Catherine Tate, and she deserved the reception she oh, got. Oh, yeah. But I wonder what the reception would have been if they'd got Bernard Cribbins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have been standing ovation. Can yeah, you imagine? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would yeah. have probably been far too overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in a huge historic Hot. building with a bunch of weirdos. Mm. <laughs> it was quite a cross-section mm. of uh, mm. people watching. A lot of lot of families. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is what they're aiming for, of yeah. course. Yeah, Obviously. The whole point of the exercise. Yeah, but quite a few lo- people like us. Yeah. <laughs> Bumped into a few old friends oh, we yeah. haven't seen for years. God. Uh, yes. that's, that was that, that was, was nice shock, to see. I think we had a few. I was watching the Albert Hall equivalent equivalent of the mosh pit. I don't yeah. know what they call that bit down arena, the front. The arena, yes. Yeah, and there seemed to be a few diehard promenaders down there. <laughs> they were Union Jacks, yeah. um, looking bemused, mm. looking very <laughs> bemused. And they, those lucky sods, they got to see Davros close up. Mm. Did yeah, because he rose up from the centre of the arena. I, I've just remembered during Jupiter, bringer of Jollity, yeah. we mm. had Ood come down into the mosh pit and come up to the steps and took the position that they did when they're singing, you know, arms mm. out, right. globe. Mm. and then they walked down into the mosh pit and then during the end of it, they turned around and walked back, but one of them got lost. Completely <laughs> lost. <Yeah. laughs> That's why I was trying to ignore them for the most part. I was more concentrating on the orchestra and the clips yeah. which yeah. are on the big screen. Yeah. Right. So I was trying to split my attention three ways, but I, yeah. I, I did notice that one of you walked back up the wrong set of steps. He got lost, basically. Maybe, yeah. One thing I did learn afterwards we were sitting very very close to the box containing Russell T Davis and Peter Davison oh Ooh. Peter Davison was there was yes, yes apparently yes, he was it. sitting next to Russell well, okay. we, if I'd known that I'd have gone straight into fangirl mode yeah. and mm. waved well, Peter I, 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 Personally, personally, I think we were very good. We were very, yes, we on were. the way back. We did cite 
Phil Collins, Russell Collinson, team, yeah, because yeah. uh, they were over the road. Yeah, we just got back from the pub. Yeah, and they were outside their hotel. <laughs> they yeah. were. And yeah. did we run screaming across the road, shouting, "Thank you, thank you!" Almost, <laughs> almost. almost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you strained yourselves admirably. <laughs> oh, we did. I was very tempted to hold up my my very tardy shape to program. Yeah. Yell you who I did have to drag real Keith forty seven F by the ears <laughs> away from the road, mm-hmm. but no, no, it was it was excellent. And um, what do we actually think of the music that oh, played? that was the best I've got a soft spot for Doomsday I just mm. love it because it was the first I'd enjoyed the music throughout the whole of the um, the first two series but that was the first piece of music that made me go what the hell are you doing to me <laughs> it was just so good and Melanie Pappenheim oh, yeah. amazing voice on that woman and she didn't fail again no, she just no. didn't fail yeah. it was the spookiest version of Doomsday I'd heard personally my high points were the first one, all the strange, strange creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doomsday. Yeah. Gallifrey. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I still got a soft spot for that one. Also, we had, I'm not sure what they're going to call it, but the death of Donna or Donna Doctor. The music oh, when they yeah. played when she was being wiped. That mm. was there, which I loved. And then there's my second yep. favourite, which is, I don't know what it's called. Song, Song of Freedom. Freedom. That's Song the one of, where they're towing the earth, which is yeah. still wrong, but they were towing the <laughs> earth. Apparently, according to the programme, that was first heard as the Song of the Ood from the Ood Planet, or a variation of it. Oh, damn, we're going to have to go home and watch that. And we can't, because <laughs> we haven't got it yet. We haven't got oh, the that's set yet. Mm, no, no, yeah. But no, that's, after Doomsday, that's just such a good piece of music really yeah. is it gets me in the throat every time yeah. oh, they did yeah. they did that's the first time I've stood up rather sort of sweatily and damply <laughs> to cheer for an encore and yeah. they did it they did yeah. so we had Song for Ten oh, the yeah. original performer the original performer he's been getting some stick um, they've been saying he was out of tune but I don't I'm think not he, sure was. If he was out of tune. I think I'm not sure if his microphone was working 100% yeah it didn't sound quite right it did seem off yeah, I, I don't think off. he was out of tune but, yeah, I don't think, no no yeah. I don't think he was out of tune I, just, I think the microphone was off it was, wasn't working somehow it didn't come through, yeah. through fully yeah it's a shame because I, I'd like to hear a full length version by him because mm. the original version is my favourite sound Wise, but of course it's very short, you know, 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. I like to hear the extended version. And the version they put on the CD was a different singer, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Which is still quite good, but it's not quite the same. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but personally I prefer the other song that was on the Neil CD. Neil Hannon. No. Oh, uh, oh, the other song. The other um, song. Love Don't Moan. That's the one. Then of course we had the main theme. Oh, yes. Yeah, with, yeah. with the radiophonics. Yes. When they did it on The Children in Need, it was just the musical Version. Yes. When they did it here, it was complete with the radiophonics as they well. They learned yeah. their lesson there. Yeah, it made it sound yeah. so much better. Oh. Also, Song for Ten and the theme tune had Murray Gold on, uh, yes. on piano. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Doomsday. He was introduced oh, for was Doomsday. He, he played the piano on Doomsday. Oh. One thing, um, speaking of Doomsday, again with Melanie Pappenheim, she deserved a, a bow of her own, but she didn't mm, get one. No. She just she came and stood next to that TARDIS, the weirdly lit TARDIS, yeah. which I have a picture of. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she'd finished, she just disappeared. Yeah, they should have bought her down the front. Yeah. yeah. Bought her the flowers. Bought her flowers. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the poms. Most people Chucked get... her a rose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so, Crumbly, old yes. Bean. Hello. Are you jealous? Envious, yes. <laughs> you should be. Really yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. saw pigs, we saw... Davos. Catherine Tate, Daleks, <laughs> Sontarans. Uh, but they haven't showed it in the prom season yet. They're talking about being on BBC One sometime this year. Yeah, sometime. Mm-hmm. I keep watching uh, the prom. It's not... I've got the DVD record mm, all set up, ready to record, because <laughs> I want it. I've been listening to the uh, Radio 3 repeat on iPlayer all yeah. this week, and it's, mm. it just transports you back. You're just oh, there again. It was yeah. such a yeah, good so, I mean, I would like to know when that is on as part of the uh, BBC prom season. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, so might, I can watch it. They might hold it back till November. Yeah, mm-hmm. I suspect. Mm-hmm. No, I can wait or, or maybe yeah. even December with the uh, like they did for Christmas. Yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. one, maybe. Doesn't the proms finish in September? Yeah, yeah they, September they, they the last hold it over proms, as, a, yeah. as a separate thing. Yeah, it's a special. Yeah. I don't know. And what I like and what I think is significant, they're calling it the first Doctor Who prom. Oh. So that's implying mm. that they're going to mm. be doing <laughs> So if you could leave the pigs alone next year, Crumbly. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Excellent. Mm. It would be great to go again. I mean, yeah, if we can get tickets, yeah. chance mm. said, we won't. Mm. Will, you, will you be able to sit there all day again? <laughs> oh, I believe me, I will give it a good go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so me and Fake Crumbly would be very interested in that. Excellent. It should be. Everybody, everybody should be. Yeah. It was such a lovely day as well. It was so hot. 
hot. Beautiful sitting in the pub afterwards, oh, having those yeah. nibbles, and, and a couple of the orchestra walked in. Yeah, you, know, you, just, you just want to run up and hug them. Yeah. But, you know, some strange man in the middle of London. Mum's told me never to do that. But again, so I ended up with him. Thank you. <laughs> I love you too. Um, again, it's what gets me is this piffling little TV program is now being played by the BBC London Philharmonic in the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Does it get any better? Not really. Where do you go for for Murray Gold? Where do you go from here? Exactly, yeah. But it did what the problems were set out to do, which is Mm -hmm. bring in the general public. The common man. Bring the classics to the masses. Because the week before, Gene and I had been to the Albert Hall again for the first folk proms. Mm -hmm. And I think they have to learn several lessons about what folk music is. But (laughs) it was, they gave the tickets away for free because they just wanted to see what people's reaction would be. Mm. One thing I did like, and I've just remembered this and I do apologise, is as we're all filing in to get the seats and all sitting down and before even the orchestra's there, you had the police box on the stage. You had a set of lights coming down to hover directly above the main lamp of the police box. And as you're sitting there talking, you can hear the TARDIS interior throbbing away and the lights were going on and off (laughs) in time to the throbbing just above the police box prop, which I thought was a very nice little touch. I'm a little fanboy, short pants (laughs) out. (laughs) Thank you. We have a new thing on BBC One. Oh, yes? We do. It's a cross between Time Team, Waking the Dead... And most haunted. <laughs> yep. And it's called Bone Kickers, and it's really good. <laughs> but we don't have Yvette Fielding running down corridors screaming. Oh, yes. no. Nothing's got, perfect. We've got Dolly instead. <laughs> mm, yes. We also have new ammunition for John Coleshaw, Dead Ringers. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the lead in Bone Kickers. Gregory Dolly Parton. Gregory, that's <laughs> while, it. while the actor is Hugh, Hugh Bonneville. Bonneville, I think his name is. He has the most imitatable voice in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he actually sounds like John Coleshaw taking the mickey out of someone. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. yeah he's sort of like got John such Cole. a big voice yeah, and John... speaking in such a overpronounced <laughs> way. <laughs> sort of John Coleshaw's impersonation of Tom Baker. Yeah. Very much <laughs> Almost so. like that. That's his natural voice. Dead ringers. <laughs> so, Bunky, because... Uh, this is created by the Life on Mars and Ashley Strashy's people. Ashley Farrow. Mm. Matthew Graham, yeah. Mm. So you know it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've never done anything as bad yet. Personally, I'm going to have to watch a couple of them again because my mind is in not quite made up. But yeah. it is a romp. It's enormous yeah. fun. It's oh, not taking great, itself yeah. seriously. Mm. Only problem... Well, it's not even a problem. After watching the first episodes, all I could think of was Waking the Dead because it yeah. seems to be the same sort of team. You've got Flashbacks. the big, brash, older man... You've got the slightly younger woman who's at the top of her game mm. who will banter with him till the cows come well, home. Then you've well, got the youngsters. Well, you've got the older cynical woman. Yeah, that's um, Gillian. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Mag Wild. Yeah. yeah. She's not that old. Well, she's older than older Martha than Jones's mm. sister. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, true. I can't pronounce her name. Google Mabatha Rory. That's the actress who played Tish. And the character's called Viv Davis. Viv Davis, yes. And she's the very, very much straight out of university. Yeah. This is my first job. Please, mm. God, let me do a good one. Yeah. Wide-eyed innocent. Yeah, yeah very yeah. much so. Very much. The attention of the pardon the character. Mm-hmm. He's always letting you after him. Of course, <laughs> he's a dirty old man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, I love the part and character Dolly I think his nickname is yes um, so far he's got the best lines yeah, yeah I mean the, so. the one that actually sticks in my mind is um, they're doing a bit of metal detecting and the detectors they have are so sensitive that all the women have to take off all metal including bras because otherwise <laughs> yeah. and, and just as you get that if Dolly walks past going I love this job <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah I haven't really explained what they are who they are no. they're a bunch of archaeologists oh yeah, yeah. Mm, yes. who work for a university and an amazing knack of finding their way into the most unlikely uh, well, stories. Si- well, yeah. yeah. say the historical situations, I mean, they do stretch um, credulity a little yeah, bit. That's my only problem this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Just... That's, that's the problem I have. I mean... Uh, well, that's part of the romp, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. What's it? The first story, we might possibly have the crucifixion. Yeah. Parts of, yeah. the, of the, the crucifix end up in England. This mm-hmm. The first story, actually, sorry to interrupt, sorry. I was watching it thinking, they're going to get a lot of letters of complaint about this 
this because they were tearing the crucif- story of the crucifixion to pieces, looking at it this way, that way, upside down, etc., etc. And I'm thinking they're concentrating on religion here. That's dodgy ground. Mm. The only letters of complaint they got was because someone got their head chopped off. Oh, and that was tame as all hell. Mm. I think that was the BBC pandering to the uh, politically correct lobby. I mean, because this is a nasty, brutal Christian um, you know, crusader lopping yeah. the head off her, a nice, gentle Muslim. Yeah. And I'm treading yeah. on very delicate ground here. <laughs> <laughs> Something that did strike me about that first episode, yeah, they did the scientific analysis of the cross and the crucifixion. Mm. And, but running alongside that, you had the other minor story of the nurse who got um, a splinter in her finger oh, yes. from the wood they found. Yeah. And after one she touched after that, they began to have, you know, mm. magically healed. And the, the fire at the end of it, all the crucifix, all the crosses, which they didn't know which one was the yeah. crucifix, all of those burning, except, except for one, one, one mm. right at the end. And then that finally burst into flames, but magnificently all yeah. over, you know, not just yeah. flickering. So it does, we have the, the cool rational science but and then you have the myth- mythology, yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah. I thought that was very dodgy. <laughs> and that's <laughs> very much a sign of the times, though, t- uh, treading on probably dubious ground here. But it seems that Christianity is the only religion left in the world that people feel safe to oh, yeah. mock yeah. or to take the mickey out of or to examine too closely. Well, that's the whole thing of the PC run right. You can't do this because it will offend them. You can't say that because it will offend the others. It's, yeah. It's, mm. That's it's what too- bothered me. It bothered me the fact that they implied that there was some truth the fact that there was some supernatural power to it when all the rest of the series isn't about that at all it's all real it's all about archaeology yeah yeah it's rubbish they started off on it's as if they started off on that foot and then thought actually that's Mm, not what we're going to do we're just going to explore things that can be explained to indiana jones sort of yeah that's the the point they did certainly on the first episode they had their foot firmly in the indiana jones camp yeah i mean so yeah following from what you're saying i mean Obviously, with any pilot episode of a new series, I mean, there's got to be a certain amount of bombast. Oh, yeah. That is what they are looking at. I mean, obviously, it's all, have they found the true cross? Yeah. If they had, so what? No need for all these special effects. No. All that mumbo-jumbo. Because, quite frankly, you read the Bible, there's a complete lack of special effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's all done very subtly. There's, um, seems to be this arc going through mm. yes. about a sword. Yes. Now, I, I'm, I have a horrible feeling, yeah, I have a horrible feeling I'm going to end up very angry with the end of this series if it turns out that that sword is just going to be Excalibur. Well, um, who yeah, knows? But I mean. Why? 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 It's just too bloody obvious. You say England, mention a sword, people go, ooh, Excalibur. Why can't it be something else? There are a few other myth- mythical swords out there, but Excalibur is the most famous one. Yeah, yeah but why make one. such a fuss about it if everyone knows from the beginning that oh it's Excalibur why pretend they don't know <laughs> <laughs> well I presume the characters know obviously mm. Jilly Magwild yeah. she, she knows what she's <laughs> looking for because her yeah. mother was looking for it oh of course yeah her insane mother she's in the uh, yeah she's in a funny dotty home yeah. 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 yeah so she'll be in the final one in some way, I'm sure. Yeah, but I, I'm liking the explanation for it, that it's for a metal not of this earth at the moment. They're, they're connecting it with a, a meteor. Yeah. Mine from a, as, mm. as we, yeah, metal from a meteor, as we stand in episode, I don't know what episode it's it is. About four, four five, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. to do with the um, Babylonian urn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it doesn't quite sit right, the series in general with me. I don't know why. It might be the sort of thing that you have to sit down and watch it again. Maybe that that is something siding with Adam at the moment. That is something I'm not sure how many repeat viewings it will stand up to. Yeah. You know, mm. it's it's great for a, a one show. Do I want to collect this? Do I want to keep it and watch it again and again and again? Well, that's you the know? thing. Life on Mars, I had to watch again because I just didn't get it the first time around. It just wasn't sitting with me. Mm. Life on Mars grew as the episodes progressed. Mm. I didn't rewatch any of them, but by the time we got to the end of the first season, I mm. was yeah. I've got to get the box set. I mean, I think very much with Bone Kickers, it's a case of, sort of well, hitting the ground running. Mm. I mean, so they're throwing you straight in, in the in the action straight away. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm willing to admit by the end of the season, my point of view might change, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've got to go out yeah. and get the box set. Mm-hmm. You know, but Life on Mars, the mystery was a real mystery. It was interesting what was going on mm. here. You know, and you're we knew sh- it was all a fantasy in some way or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that. But here, you're not sure yet what's happening. The the mystery mm. seems to be too obvious and not very interesting. But the reality 
TV. I mean, we all know what archaeologists do. We've all watched Time Team. Yeah. I can't imagine Tony Robinson every other week <laughs> getting involved in some international conspiracy. Mm. Oh, have you not seen Time Team Uncovered yet? Well, <laughs> it just... They nearly got involved with a murder. Team, the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> they called in the police, did Time Team, because they found what looked like a very, very new burial in a yeah. churchyard, and it turned out to be about 800 years old. Yeah. <laughs> My lady, uh, fake Keith, having travelled at least on the edge of the archaeological circle, you've been to a few digs. Yeah, very and, much on the edge. Yeah, and I remember you telling me what proper archaeologists' reaction to Time Team is. Yeah. What do you think proper archaeologists' yeah. reaction to this would be? Well, they probably mm. saw the first episode of this and went down the pub and stayed there, <laughs> and they were and refusing laughed. to come mm. out until it's finished and gone away. <laughs> One thing I must say about um, Bone Kickers, a lot of the film is, is filmed in the fair city of Bath, yes. where me and uh, Fake Crumbly went to the Bath Thermite uh, Spa <laughs> for a lovely massage, drifting in the warm waters of the uh, Minerva Pool, <sighs> in the steam rooms, inhaling all the scented vapours. Is he going to go on about pigs again? I think he is. Well, no, yeah. no, I'm just rubbing it in about the, uh, about the spa. You've got to get your own back for the problem. <laughs> <isn't that? laughs> I've got my own bath. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two. Yes, and then the jacuzzis and the rooftop pool. Yeah. Here's a piece of music. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, I've finished now. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's fun enough, but yeah. my problem with it is the reality and the adventure of it just don't quite seem to fit together for me. It doesn't quite right. sit right. I'm going to give it a tentative thumbs up because yeah. I just like yeah. that sort of thing. But m- if it turns out to be Excalibur and there's not another twist coming, there's going I'm to be a big be very, of very annoyed. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm going my out, out of my way to watch it, so that's mm-hmm. a good oh. sign. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm continuing watching it every week. Okay, I mean, it's hokum. It reminds me of Scooby Doo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it's enjoyable viewing. Raggy. Yeah, the characters also they're okay. I mean, obviously Gregory Parson is particularly interesting. Gary is a fun character. Oh yeah. yeah. The yeah. other ones not quite so much. The, the boss at the university is a terrible character. Oh, mm. he, he is a dork, and he's made to be a dork. Yeah. You know that this guy is. Can I say prick? Yeah, did. Okay. <laughs> this 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 guy is an. I mean, certainly in the last one, dressing up in the Roman uniform to publicise a book when yeah. he's got foreign guests there as well. You know? yeah. it's very formulaic. Yes, yes. It's, it's where it falls down slightly. It does it's yeah. not perfect? I'll give you no, that. It's not no. perfect. But overall, not not bad, not bad. Yeah, give it a watch. Give it a watch. Yep. Yeah. We'll see how it ends. Yeah. Mm, yes. Right, that's it then. It that's ready. That's mm-hmm. well. End of podcast 26. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is me saying, be seeing you. Uh, this is real Keith saying goodbye, farewell, and good night. He always has to go over the top. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one. Featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and The Real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker, don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production at www.staggeringstories.net. Is that a box of whispers? <laughs> You can see why fake crumbly fell for him, can't you? (laughs) Yeah, keep that in, huh? (laughs) Oh, God.